chocolate lava cakes. Welcome to This Fucking Guy. It's a podcast about self-care if self-care is one long scream into the void. Here is where we use expletives and alcohol to emotionally process the creeps, jerks, and p-words that compose the shitty elevator music of our lives. It started out with a kiss. Ren Martinez. How did it end up like this? Ginger Gollum. It was only a kiss. It was only a kiss. Dear listeners, we are going to go through the entire song. <laughs> and if you're just now hopping in, uh, welcome and I'm sorry. Can't stop, won't stop. Never stop. <laughs> How are you doing, Ginger? I feel like I haven't, like, chatted with you in a while. Uh, what? I, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. It's sort of weird to have things feel relatively normal in the mm -hmm. world, just to not be processing like a current crisis. Like, I keep yeah. thr scrolling through the news, and I don't, like, I keep scrolling because I keep expecting it to get worse. And if you're not a pop music aficionado, it hasn't gotten worse. If you are a pop music aficionado, I'm oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free Britney! Um, yeah, it's, um, it's... Don't get me wrong, I am not super thrilled about Joseph Robinette Biden, as I am sure people know. And, you know, I think a lot of this presidency is going to be, you know, me, like, trying to poke that man to the left, like, get over there. Um, but nothing's on fire, which is such a good feeling. Like, it's such a great feeling yeah. to know nothing is actively on fire other than the stuff that is like currently on fire like that's not his fault it's currently on fire but just you know it was one of those things where it's like you just you just pulled up your phone every day and you're like oh trump kicked a puppy in the face today all of his supporters are all kicking right. puppies to prove that they're real patriots yeah it's okay <laughs> so it's a nice feeling Relatively. <sighs> Relatively. Is there anything you need to scream into the void, my dear? You know, I honestly hadn't prepared myself for this, like, a whole lot. But the first thing that comes to mind is, like, kind of a good thing. Kind of a, like, maybe my head's too much in work thing. Um, because Paris Hilton has just come out. Um, she testified before... I probably should have looked this up. She testified before fucking somebody with authority who was in the government about how she was uh, improperly restrained and abused at school when she was 17. Uh -huh. And this is, like, probably gonna lead to there being harsher regulations around the use of seclusion and restraint in schools. And I think that that's, like, a good and important thing. And, like, who knew that it was going to be Paris, Paris Hilton that Hilton. fucking fixed Paris it? Paris Hilton! We, we really, if this week is proving anything, it's that we really underestimated and did not give adequate props to our early 2000s divas. Oh, yeah. We definitely undervalued and 
overwhelmed them with negativity. And I, I apologize on behalf of the human race to all of you because it's not your fault. Okay. There were lingerie tops and very low jeans and you were doing your best. I say this with trepidation in my voice. I kind of stand by the lingerie tops. The jeans were an issue. <laughs> like lingerie tops, th those can work. This is also to say nothing of queen of my heart, Jessica Simpson, mm. who in the midst of this subway scandal about how apparently maybe allegedly the tuna doesn't have any tuna in it. She just tweeted subway. I know it's really hard. <laughs> Uh, you know, good for her. Yeah, it's been a, it has definitely been a, a weird pop culture week. Um, cause then, cause there's, there's also the Marilyn Manson at yeah. the Woods stuff, which like, as someone who like really liked Marilyn Manson's music, not the dude, I could, you know, even before all this, I could give two shits about the dude. I, whatever. But like, I really dug his Eat Me, Drink Me album and, like, got down to, like, you know, his cover of, his cover of Personal Jesus and shit like that. And it's like, I feel at the time, because I knew he was dating Evan Rachel Wood because she was in the video for Heart-Shaped Glasses, which was a song on the album I really liked. And, like, again, did not connect in my head. I was the same age. Did not connect in my head. Who? Because I didn't actually realize she was 19, and I did not actually realize he was 38, which is fucking creepy. Fucking creepy. You a yeah. piece of shit. Like, best case scenario, you take away, like, the makeup and the personality, and you end up with... A man in his 50s named Brian who looks like he's melting. Yeah. But apparently that that was the most we could have hoped for. And the least we could have hoped for is reality. He is absolutely the basement dweller that we all kind of knew he was. Yeah. And really proved himself to be in the worst of ways. And I think I'm going to do... Because, like, not to go into a whole rant about, like art versus artist because everyone has their own thing like on the one hand there's that woody allen platform for me which is i refuse to watch any woody allen movies at any time like i i want them to be scorched off the face of the earth i refuse but then i have like the johnny depp principle which is like before all that shit went down with amber heard mm -hmm. he like you know made edward scissorhands and like pirates of the caribbean and like other films that I enjoyed. So, like, I can, I can still enjoy all the media pre that, but I refuse to engage in the media post. I mean, there was certainly a not insignificant part of my life where I was really trying to recreate Annie Hall. I'm not sure that I ever liked any of his other movies. There were lobsters in that one, right? There were lobsters in that one, and Diane Keaton being adorable. She looked. She looked great with those like wide leg pants and like the blouse oh, combo. Oh, I I was definitely trying to do that. I I did not. I did not hit that mark. But yeah, I think I think for the for Marilyn Manson, may he fuck off and die. Um, I'm going to go with the Johnny Depp principle. If I if I happen to put on some of his old music, I'm not going to feel like a terrible fucking person. But, like, I'm never, I'm not going to engage with him past this point. Like, fuck you. Leave this existence, please. Yeah. Go melt somewhere else. I, I, you know, I, I, I personally have my 
J.K. Rowling principle, which is if I already own it, fine. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything that has a shot at giving her any more money. Yep. Yeah, same. Same. I, I have my stuff. Um, I'm, I'm just, you know, first of all, he already has enough money. Like, fuck off with that. You already have enough money. Yeah. Um, I don't really need to see your magical beasts and how to boop them. You know, whatever that <laughs> franchise is. <laughs> I'm just not interested. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm, my only regret is that I never made it to the wizarding world of Harry Potter before she was problematic. Because that looks kind of dope. It's pretty dope. Um, I, me and my sisters went a couple years ago. We had a really good time. The butterbeer is far too sweet and made my teeth itch because it's literally uh-huh. butterscotch. It's Gross. literally liquid butterscotch. Um, but the coolest part is when we went to, we were in Diagon Alley and we went to, um, fucking, not Ozymander. Ollivander. Ollivander. Um, I'm like, Ozymandias. Uh, no, different franchise. Um, <laughs> That was a lot of fun. I've already bought my wand. I don't need another one. And I'll shove it right up your ass, Jay <laughs> Rowling. Well, on that note, <laughs> Queen of Segways, I think it's time for some therapy. I suppose. Okay, Ren. Tell me about this fucking guy. I'm just trying to make it hard for you to edit sometimes. You know what? I appreciate it. I appreciate You're your dedication welcome. to the craft. So I want to say that every podcast and YouTube video and news article that I've been talking about this person totally took it from my episode where I said I was going to talk about this person. So I was the first who knew she was horrible. Get the fuck out of here. We're talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, yeah. Because I definitely said... I'm going to talk about this bitch. And then suddenly everyone's like, oh, my God, we need to talk about this bitch. I'm like, I said that. (laughs) Fuck off. TM, TM, TM. TM, TM, TM. Um, So she's the absolute fucking worst. So there's that. Yeah. Um, According to Wikipedia, Marjorie Taylor Greene is an American far-right politician, businesswoman, and conspiracy theorist. Mm. That is one of her professions. Checks out. She is currently serving as the U.S. representative for Georgia's 14th congressional district, which is not a great look for Georgia. No, but they are these, well, they're technically not the same folks, but it's the same state that elected Kelly Leffler, so. Yeah. But every villain needs an origin story, right? To explain why they want to make a coat out of puppies. (laughs) So, Green was born in Georgia uh, in 1974. She's the daughter of Robert Taylor, who is the founder of Taylor Commercial, a successful residential renovation company and siding contractor. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so her dad sold it to her and her husband in 2002, and I wasn't really able to find numbers on that, but she has said it is that she has managed, or the company has managed, a quarter of a billion dollars in construction projects since. That sounds... Girl got money. The point is, girl got money. She's always had money. She got money. I feel like this must be on a much larger scale than I'm imagining it to be. Although, in my mind, like, I I know what you said was words along the lines of construction. My brain went, 
she sells vinyl siding. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 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 She has the look of a woman who would sell you vinyl siding via cold calling. <laughs> Hi, this is Taylor Commercial. Fuck off. Anyway, back to her origin story. So, unfortunately, unlike Ketley Leffler, I wasn't really able to find any juicy bits about her childhood. So, you know, no reminiscing about being a three-sport athlete while winning prom queen and saving orphan children from burning buildings. Nothing mm-hmm. like that. Um, the only story that she really references is the one to explain why Americans should own the same guns our government owns, just as the founding fathers did in their day. So, to sort of set this—that's this, not true, Marjorie. It's it's not. It is. It's. Mm. There were very few private citizens owning cannons. Okay, continue. Bitch, I want a cannon. Anyway, to kind of set this up, in January 2020, David Hogg, survivor of the Parkland school shooting and gun control advocate, tweeted out a video which encouraged viewers to express their support for gun control measures that were being considered in the Virginia legislature. This was the same January 2020 when Governor Ralph Northam had to declare a state of emergency in Richmond because of this whole gun rally thing where a bunch of, like, gun rights activists and militia groups were, like, promising violence and, like, all that. Where Alex Jones showed up in a literal tank. That whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have I have some memory of this. Yeah. So in response to that, Green posted a video on her Twitter saying that she had experienced that same fear when she was completely unprotected while a mentally unstable student wanted to unleash their rage because nowhere inside our school was a good guy with a gun to stop the bad guy with a gun. There's a lot going on there. So, Green attended South Forsyth High School in Cumming, Georgia. In September 1990, when she was a junior, a fellow student came to school with a bag of firearms and took dozens of students hostage, eventually releasing all but nine over the course of five hours. He was eventually overpowered by those nine students and was arrested peacefully. So it is clear that Green was a student at this high school during Mm -hmm. what happened. This is evidenced by a senior photo, which I'm about to send to you. There are a lot of feathers in this photograph. Oh, boy. I was... <laughs> <laughs> so much boa. So much feathered bang. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. She looks great. But if you were to tell me, like, future congresswoman and nut job, and not that this was one of O.J. Simpson's wives... <laughs> She has the distinct look of the beginning of an episode of Unsolved Mysteries in this photo. Oh, very much so. Yes. Definitely. She had a smile that would light up a room. Please call this number. So, sources make it very clear she was not one of the hostages. This does not negate her trauma, and I am not attempting to do so. But there were other students that were hostages, and they did speak out about what happened to them. Mm Mm-hmm. One of them, Russell David, said that while at first he was scared of the armed student, he later grew more fearful that the police were going to force a confrontation. I wasn't scared of him. I was scared of what the police would do when he stepped into the hall, and I was afraid of what they would do when he walked from the room to the bus. Another student, Israel Frady, said, 
I wasn't afraid of dying. I didn't think he would shoot one of us. He trusted us enough to lay his gun down. Angie Ross, the only female among the final hostages, said that she chose to stay in the classroom after he released the other girls because I wanted to talk to him and I wanted to help him. During a sentencing hearing, Randy Addis, the student who held these other ones hostage, Mm -hmm. said he had planned to provoke his own fatal shooting by police. But instead of this happening, those students were able to get him to lay down his guns and take them from him, enabling him to surrender peacefully to the police. And, and Ren, I do apologize if I missed anything. At, at what point did these nine students realize that they had guns and were good guys? At no time. No? At no time did they do that. But I thought, but she said. But she said. But she said. Hmm. So yeah, Green's, uh, Green's takeaway from this event in which her fellow students reacted with compassion and empathy and were able to manage the situation non-violently because they understood this person was not a violent person but was in extreme pain. Um, so she threw her support behind overturning the federal statute barring guns in school zones. Uh, she wants to arm all teachers and administrators and she wants schools to have armed security guards. This is, okay, so oh. the arm all teachers thing is weird on a couple counts. Like, obviously, it's a bad idea, and I hate it. The worst part of it to me is that most of them don't want this. And so oh, it's yeah. forcing them to bear arms, what the fuck? But, hey, Ginger, don't worry. Green still has a lot more to say about gun rights, and even David Hogg will make another appearance. But we have to move forward. So... After this, she went to college. She got a degree in business administration, got married to a man named Perry, had three children with Perry, filed to divorce Perry. The court didn't grant the petition to divorce Perry. The whole thing was dismissed without prejudice, and Green is still married to Perry. What? Mm-hmm. Because they got back together, or did she just try really it's badly? It's hard to say. Okay. And I'm sorry, I still have this episode pulled, or I still have this photo that you sent me pulled up, and every time I look at it, like, the uh, old case files music comes into my brain really aggressively. (laughs) Now Marjorie is an adult woman. She's a mother of three children and an attempted divorcee. (laughs) So now it is time to find her bliss. So, a couple things happened. In 2011, she stepped down as CFO of the uh, Vinyl Siding Company, Mm. and she took up CrossFit, which quickly became her life, because that's what CrossFit does. Okay. Just super into CrossFit. I mean, she doesn't have the vibes of a CrossFit person. I thought you were going to tell me that she, like, quit the vinyl siding business to start selling Scentsy. Oh, no, she absolutely has the vibes of of a CrossFit lady. Let me, let me show, hold on. Let me. I mean, I'm again, I'm looking at this one photo and all I can sort of fathom from her is that, again, her smile lights up a room and her friends and family could never have imagined such a thing. Half of her, half of her, like, eventual, like. Fuck are those leggings? Social media postings is her right out of the gym. These leggings are so bad. They're like offset by an inch. So, by 2012, Green was working as a part-time coach at CrossFit on the Move. And in August 2013, 
uh, she co-founded a CrossFit gym with a 22-year-old, then 22-year-old, Travis Mayer, who I assume is completely jacked as he went to the CrossFit Olympics at one point or something. There's a what? Uh, CrossFit, I don't know. She would later sell the business, which I'm guessing is because 22-year-old Swole isn't great business partner material. Right. Before 2017, Green had very little presence on social media. I'm I'm guessing passive-aggressively reminding your husband of your near divorce while drinking white wine and activewear takes up a lot of your free time. And running a business with a swole 22-year-old. Mm-hmm. But I guess you could say she got Q-inspired. Because she goes full QAnon Barbie. Hmm. Posting wide-eyed videos on Facebook. With the, with the eyeliner under the eye as well as on Oh, uh, yes. Describing Q as a patriot who very much loves his country and is on the same page as us. I think it's something worth listening to and paying attention to, and the reason why is because many of the things he has given clues about and talked about on 4chan and other forums have really proven to be true. Did you say this is a person who ever went to college? She did. She got a degree in business administration. I was going to guess business. Yes, which means she didn't go to college. She drank her way through four years Mm -hmm. of something, which is fine. Uh, She also became a journalist (laughs) for a far-right conspiracy web outlet called American Truth Seekers. I haven't even heard of them. Well, they're now defunct. But they still have a Facebook page. Um, And she wrote blog-style articles commenting on the news, citing far-right outlets like Breitbart and fake news websites, like your Newswire. Actual fake news websites, not CNN. Not CNN, like actual, just nothing here is correct. We're gonna have to get a new term. He He ruined, he ruined everything. Liar news. Lying news websites. Liar news websites that lie. Um, One article in 2017 chronicled the disturbing behavior that seems to keep rearing its ugly head. Child sex, Satanism, and the occult, all associated with the Democratic Party. Which, honestly, if that actually were, like, it would be... Some of that would be rad. Obviously, the child we sex would be stuff is so gross. into. Well, no, we would not be into. But Satanism and the occult, hell yeah, let's yes. go for humanism and like tarot cards and shit. Yes. In another article, she revealed the Clinton kill list, which is basically that that decades old conspiracy that blames Hillary Clinton for the death of like everybody. The Clinton kill died. list is one posted note that just says Bill. <laughs> Just tucked in her desk at all times so she can pull open the door and just remind herself. Just remind herself one day. What is the quickest way to wind up dead when you aren't suicidal and don't have health problems? Investigate Hillary Clinton, of course. That's why, that's why everyone in the Benghazi hearing, all of them are dead. They're all dead. (laughs) And the Whitewater hearing, for that matter. All of them. They're all dead. It's amazing. In January 2018, she began writing articles for Law Enforcement Today, a website that's unapologetically in support of those who hold the thin blue line. 
I was going to say, does it have the cop flag or does it have the Punisher logo on their homepage? Some headlines include Migrants being used as distraction for drug runners. Nancy Pelosi wants our guns. Here's how we handcuff the devil. <gasps> how to be the best version of you, part two, nutrition. <laughs> Very well round. Were all of these separate titles? Yes. Okay. Separate articles that he wrote. How to handcuff the devil being a standalone. Oh, I'm title? sorry. No, no. It's Nancy Pelosi wants our guns. Colon. Here's how we handcuff the devil. Nancy Pelosi handcuffing the devil. That sounds I, like a sex term. It, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Dude, last weekend I handcuffed the devil. <laughs> Handcuff the devil two or three times, mm -hmm. if you know what I'm saying. Nancy Pelosi, I'm I'm not condoning this in any way. She's got tiny wrists. She would be slightly hard to handcuff, but I don't think enough that it warrants a blog post. She just slips out of it like a wisp of silk. Ooh. I mean, I suppose the correct answer is get the tiny handcuffs you put on the children before you throw them in the cages you craven horrible the, bitch. the, the tiny hand the, the 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 tiny cuffs that they put on all the animals in the disney robin hood so they could put them in jail those are the same one like the little mice <laughs> those are the only handcuffs that would fit tiny polo nancy pelosi's little bird wrists every town anyway um, on October 5th, 2017, Marjorie, wearing a Don't Tread on Me baseball cap with possibly the worst dyed blonde hair I've ever seen. It's almost mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. blonde to the point of like chlorine green. She doesn't know what her hair color is. Her, her, her hair has been dyed within an inch of its life since the Unsolved Mysteries days, mm -hmm. at mm -hmm. least. She posted a video to the American Truth Seekers Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Hey, friends, I've got a question for you. How do you get avid gun owners and people that support the Second Amendment to give up their guns and go along with anti-gun legislation? So remember how I said this was on October 5th, 2017? Does that date ring a bell? Probably not. So many terrible no. things have happened. Well, that's because it was four days after the Las Vegas shooting, Ooh. where the 64-year-old Stephen Paddock began shooting into the crowds at a country music festival, killing 58 and wounding more than 500. Yeah. There were a lot of takes after the shooting with the same battle between gun control versus gun rights and thoughts and prayers and all that. Marjorie took a unique perspective on why such a tragedy occurred. Maybe you accomplish that by performing a mass shooting into a crowd that is very likely to be conservative, very likely to vote Republican, very likely to be Trump supporters, very likely to be pro-Second Amendment, and very likely to own guns. Is that what happened in Las Vegas? Is that why the country music festival was targeted? Because those would be the people that we would relate to? Are they trying to terrorize our mindset and change our minds on the Second Amendment? Is that what's going on here? No. No. No, no. No, Marjorie, no. No, but I appreciate you asking. There's no such thing as a stupid question, Marjorie. Only a stupid question asker. 
Uh, Green also became a top official at Family America Project, which describes itself as a national umbrella organization connecting, uniting, and informing statewide grassroots groups and activists working together and mobilizing to support President Trump and American roots and culture. Okay. The group was founded in January 2018 and is headed by Genevieve Peters, who's really not important except she may be best known for a viral video from last May capturing her refusal to wear a mask inside a California Trader Joe's. Oh. We're in America here, she said to the poor retail associate who's just trying to fucking follow the store just policy like of like $9 an hour, not Jesus spreading Christ. deadly diseases like Jesus, dude. Um, land of the free. Look at all these sheep that are here, all wearing this mask that is actually dangerous for them. As she says that, another employee straight up gives her the finger and the rest of the <laughs> shoppers laugh. Um, so clearly green, friends of a feather, flock together. Yeah. She was a moderator of the Family America Project's Facebook group, which became a forum for death threats against Democrats and assorted conspiracy theories championed the John Birch Society, and promoted the January 6th Capitol March turned murderous insurrection. Mm -hmm. So some of the posts that Miss Greena has moderated. An image of a noose with the superimposed words, if you want to make America great again, we will have to make evil people fear punishment again. With the caption, start with Hillary and Obama. An image of the Punisher skull with blood red eyes. You knew the Punisher skull would show up. Oh, yeah. Saying, God will judge our enemies. We'll arrange the meeting. Which, like, you're not in Die Hard. Just, like, fuck off with that. Just chill the fuck out, you CrossFit instructor. A 2019 message warned the deep state was about to deploy bioweapons on the military and whole cities if Trump refuses to step down. How's that going? Um... A post about George Soros calling him an ex-Nazi billionaire who nope. has sworn to destroy the USA and who owns Antifa. Nope. Most members of Congress, Black Lives Matter, and Acorn. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly doing a great job moderating the content on this Facebook page. Yeah. Yep. Doing yep. great. Yeah. Despite the fact that Green's biography states that she is no longer part of a fa the family america project her personal facebook mm -hmm. account still has moderator powers on the page mm -hmm. and she regularly mm -hmm. posts her own content and videos hmm. one of her most recent stars her wearing the most hideous animal print while staring soullessly into the camera claiming that a radical, unhinged mob was focusing its intense hatred on her as the subject of their disgusting witch hunt, which is terrible because she has done nothing to apologize for. Mm-hmm. She wishes we thought she was a witch. <laughs> there is nothing supernatural about you, Marjorie. No. Like, you know, I, I did not see... Goody Taylor Green <laughs> danced with the devil on any occasion. So I saw Goody Taylor Green go behind the barn with a 22-year-old CrossFit instructor, that, perhaps. Mm. But I'm really shocked that you did not include some segment about her selling LuLaRoe because she really gives that vibe. Yeah, she gives mid-level yes. marketing you know, vibes. 
Which CrossFit kind of is, but... It might have been better for all of us if he had gotten into LuLaRoe. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, not content to remain in the blogosphere, Marjorie began a high-flying tour of conventions, rallies, and other soirees, entirely made up of people on the Southern Poverty Law Center's watch list. In 2018, she attended the mother of all rallies in Washington, D.C., a pro-Trump rally designed to unite moderate fans of President Donald Trump with the more fringe groups. But why? Because we're all in this together. Dun, 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 dun. I actually never saw High School Musical. No, I didn't. <laughs> That's the only part I know. Um, the original event, which was in 2017... Provided um, a platform, like a not at all necessary, why would you do this to us platform, for groups like the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers. So, uh, can we just go one episode <laughs> without the fucking Proud Boys? They're just very proud and very boy. <laughs> In December 2018... Green attended and was one of the speakers at the American Priorities Conference in D.C. This conference was created as an alternative to CPAC because CPAC wasn't Trumpy enough. Okay. Some of the conference topics included social justice in comics and movies, the real threat to America, what you should know about what China is doing, cryptocurrency, political violence, a new trend, U.S. government sanctioning <laughs> U.S. government sanctioned identity theft. Something you need to know about. Q. What is all of this about the seventeenth letter of the alphabet? An open panel discussion from Q experts. Nope. And there was one breakout session titled "The Left Can't Meme: The Future of MAGA Mimetics." <laughs> Bitch, do not step to me. <laughs> oh, man. Carpe donctum's trying real hard there. Um, So this is where Green hobnobbed with, you know, truly the who's who of these fucking guys. The who's who of what the fuck. Including convicted felon Roger Stone, mm-hmm. conspiracy theorist Laura Loomer, Ugh. and male supremacist Mike Chernovich. So just... The creme de la creme. Mm. Mm. Prior to the event, the American Priority Conference uploaded a video of Green as sort of a, an amuse-bouche, if you will. The video starts with literally the most janky country guitar riff I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> as background music to, like, a Marjorie Taylor Green photo slideshow. Which, in- which includes her squatting on the road with a cowboy hat on. Yeah. The mandatory car selfie. Yeah. A very, like, yearbook-styled portrait of her in, like, a plaid shirt leaning against a tree. Oh, certainly. But she's clearly in her 40s. Yeah. One of her shooting a gun, of course. Certainly. And the last being this inexplicable photo of her in a white tank top, midriff exposed, photoshopped onto an American flag. Oh. <laughs> Do you mean the Sheryl Crow album cover that she yes. crudely photoshopped her face onto? Yes! None of this went together. Why are her jeans so shiny? It's 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 like that we the, the blur on her necklace that makes it look like it's like a moth flying away. 
the weird like the the fact that she's clearly on some sort of fence post that has like faded into the American flag in the background. Yeah, which makes her just look like she's got these weird teeny tiny arms. The the blurry outline on her entire body. Yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a look. Yeah. So in the video, Green discussed the 9-11 attacks, stating we had witnessed 9-11, the terrorist attack in New York, and the plane that crashed in Pennsylvania, and the so-called plane that crashed into the Pentagon. What? It's odd there's never any evidence shown for a plane in the Pentagon. Ma'am. But anyways, I won't. I'm not going to dive into the 9-11 conspiracy. But you did. You did. You, you done did. After claiming that former President Barack Obama is a Muslim, she explains that that's why he opened up our borders to an invasion by Muslims. From mostly Catholic countries? What? So we had Obama open our borders. We have all these Muslim refugees come to our country. Radical. You know what's amazing to me, people? How did this happen after 9-11? After 9-11, where we have 19 Muslims take over planes and fly them into buildings. That's what we Americans saw happen. Except How for the, apparently the fucking Pentagon. Except for the Pentagon. How is it possible that flat, fast, you know, fast forward 12, 15 years later, we're having a Muslim refugee invasion into our country. We have lottery immigration and then we have chain migration. How is that possible? It blows my mind. But that's what we got with Obama. What? Yeah, just the the wave of Muslim refugees. Did, do you... Do you not remember? Like, literally, everything has halal now. Uh, <laughs> That's why bacon is so unpopular in America so at this unpopular. very moment. Suddenly, it's all clicking together. The poor bacon industry. She, at one point, said something along the lines, and perhaps you can correct my quotation of it. Somewhere in there, it said, like, he he has chosen to open the borders. Radical. Since you read that out of context, I just imagine radical and then a guitar riff behind it. Like, <laughs> this is extremely awesome, which would just kind of change the tenor of the rest of it. She's not nearly that cool. No, she's absolutely not. But I have to take my serotonin where I can. Mm -hmm. In February 2019, Marjorie, along with an InfoWars contributor and an anti-immigration activist, organized a fun the wall march in dc it was first backed by a group called the american defense force which the southern poverty law center calls a uh, shadowy organization Ooh! but the facebook page announced a change in sponsorship very shortly before the event there has been a change in sponsorship of the rally on february 23rd in washington dc the original organizing group American Defense Force ADF was not honest and forthcoming. They have been reported and authorities are looking into them. We cannot let this stop us. Hmm. 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 The event inspired other like-minded individuals, such as Chris Hill from the anti-government militia 3% Security Force, or the 3 Percenters, to piggyback onto the rally. Not only making demands such as no ID equals no voting and make English the national language, but also calling for the dissolution of the Federal Reserve, the Internal Revenue Service, and the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. I 
wonder why an anti-government militia would be super against ATF. It's it's mm. just unfathomable mm. to me. I mean, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms is how Marjorie, Ta- Marjorie Taylor Greene starts her version of my favorite things from The Sound of Music. That's true. Prior to the rally, Green lit up her Facebook with videos, trying to inspire her followers to attend the event. In one 90-minute rant, she called on supporters to flood the Capitol building in a protest against tyrannical leaders, telling them that Democratic lawmakers, who are communist traitors and Islamist lovers, should fear us and that we should feel like we will use violence if we have I want you to enter February 2019. February 2019. I want you to illegally enter a government building for the express purpose of spreading terror. Wow, I'm sure that this is a one-time thing that will never happen. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Despite all this, uh, this February March was less of a blaze and more of a... Nevertheless, Green and a few other protesters did make it inside the Capitol. One video shows her and her group haranguing this poor aide in the office of Representative Maxine Waters. Just leave Maxine alone. (laughs) Just leave her alone. At the office of Congresswoman Ilhan Omar, Green and her crew confronted more beleaguered staff and accused Omar of marrying her brother to help him gain citizenship. She also accused Omar and U.S. Representative Rashida Tlaib of supporting Sharia law and of not being legitimate congresswomen because they were sworn into the office using a Quran instead of the Bible. Fuck you, that's not the important part. (laughs) You can't be in Congress unless you swear on the Bible. That Because we have an official religion. I can't read the Constitution. I'm a constitutional defender. I haven't read it. I preferred the movie. Way better. It was definitely directed by um, Michael Bay. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, in a Facebook video for March 2019, Green decided once again to protect the Second Amendment the best way she can by harassing a 20-year-old school shooting survivor. Mm. Mm. In the video, Green follows David Hogg, who she once called Little Hitler... Hmm. asking him why he's using kids to push his anti-gun agenda and telling him that there wouldn't be school shootings if more people carried guns. <sighs> well, Hogg ignores her, which, well played, uh, and this grown-ass adult eventually decides to stop harassing him and speaks to the camera directly. Guess what? I'm a gun owner, I'm an American citizen, and I have nothing. But this guy with his George Soros funding and his major liberal funding has got everything. He's a coward. He can't say one word because he can't defend his stance. You have nothing, Marjorie? Like, you have nothing? He can't say one word except for the words that he's talking to lawmakers who are consulting with him because he has a very strong and unique point of view. He's got nothing. He's got he can't, nothing. He can't defend his stance. Well, okay. no, because he, he has... He has everything. George, he has everything, yet nothing. Literally, George Soros shrinks him down so he can carry David Hogg in his pocket and, like, feed him cheese <laughs> when he's at dinner. Marjorie, is, is George Soros in the room with you right now? <laughs> 
In April 2019, Green talked about that video in an interview with Georgia Gun Owners, Inc., where she called, again, the 20-year-old school shooting survivor an idiot who only talks when he is scripted and is very trained like a dog. Ma'am. <sighs> Ma'am, we've seen what you do with Photoshop. You are not in a position to call anyone an idiot. <laughs> also, sometimes you, you, you could use a script. Um, yeah. I mean, these are definitely a people who believe that you cannot both be a genuine person and read anything off of a teleprompter, which, like... Okay, not everything is the climax of a small town novella in which somebody lays down their script and everybody gasps and they just speak from the heart at their valedictorian commencement. It's not all that, Marjorie. Mm -mm. I mean, not everything is, oh, Captain, my Captain. And even then, they were reciting a poem. They were reciting a poem <laughs> and only one line of it. Also in April 2019, uh, Marjorie, who mistakenly equates uh, the trans community with drag queens, cool, protested a local drag queen storytime event at a local library alongside a group called Mass Resistance, which the Southern Poverty Law Center labels an anti-LGBTQ hate group. Mm. Take a shot every time I say Southern Poverty Law Center. You'll be up a lot so drunk. She called the drag queen Miss Terracotta Sugarbaker an abomination. <laughs> That's such a good name. It's a great name. Uh, at one point in the video, a woman walks up and asks Green what's going on. Then Green basically replies that Miss Terracotta Sugarbaker is brainwashing our kids to believe that gender is whatever you want to believe. The woman then laughs and walks away. <laughs> this, there's a recurring theme here. Marjorie, show me, show me on this doll where this affects you in any way. <laughs> Stop eating the doll. <laughs> so clearly, this is a turning point for Marjorie. You know, she really thinks about it. Maybe, maybe there isn't a child sex trafficking ring based out of a pizza parlor in D.C. Maybe George Soros isn't funding transgender death squads to forcibly convert Christians into atheist vegans. Maybe she was wrong. I don't believe you. She's not that introspective. On May 30th, 2019, Green announced her plans to run for Congress. Okay. <laughs> okay. So originally she was seeking a bid for the 6th Congressional District where she lived, but then she shifted her campaign to the 14th District after the incumbent announced that he would not run for re-election there. So I feel like I need to talk a little bit about the 14th District. Georgia's 14th Congressional District is only about a decade old and is gerrymandered all to hell. The 14th incorporates some of the old 7th District, which in the 70s and 80s was represented by, quote, paranoid urologist Larry McDonald. I was about to tell you this is one of the parts you could have cut out until you said paranoid urologist, and then yeah, I was in. I was in. <laughs> Who, despite being a Democrat, was one of the most conservative members of Congress and the second president of the John Birch Society. Mm. He, he died in 1983 when his flight to Korea accidentally flew into Soviet airspace and was shot down by the Russians. 
I don't want to say that sounds like it was for the best, but... <laughs> uh, today, 85% of the 14th District's residents are white. Three-quarters of the district voted for Donald Trump in 2016. And in 2020, more than 6,000 signed a petition to save a local statue of Nathan Bedford Forrest, the first Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. <sighs> Not the funny statue, unfortunately. That's in Not the funny statue. That's somewhere else. Um, I'll do him soon. No, <laughs> I have to. The walls are closing in on me. I already have something different researched for next week, but Jesus Christ, fine. In 1860, the 14th District's second largest city, Dalton, attempted to secede not only from the Union, but from Georgia. Because uh... fuck them. Um... <laughs> <laughs> And then there's Rome, a city in the center of the district, which features a statue of Romulus and Remus, a gift from Mussolini, whose naked bodies are occasionally diapered for modesty. Is it too late to let them secede? Because I'm really turning around on that. I thought you would really like that. I thought you, I mean, I know how much you love like a Roman like statue or like painting oh yeah oh needing to yeah be covered for modesty no give me yes. one of the weird tiny penises with the unruly pubic <laughs> hair like i'm i'm here for it oh so these are the people that marjorie is courting for their hand in congressional matrimony these yes. are the people so now it's 2020 and you know what time it is time for marjorie taylor green's congressional campaign highlights her primary campaign was simple she was a staunch supporter of Donald Trump. She claimed that Democrats want to murder babies. And she ran on a slogan, Save America, Stop Socialism. Yeah, greatest hits, fairly standard. On February 29th, Green attended a gun rights rally in Lafayette while posing for photos with Chester Doles, a fifth-generation Ku Klux Klansman and a Grand Clayliff leader. Which is not the wizard. I think it's like the, the vice president, the claylif. If you say so, I'm, I'm going to blow your mind here. I don't have a vast knowledge of the inner workings <laughs> of the claim. <laughs> I stopped getting the newsletter some time ago. Oh, yeah. Mm, they really went downhill after they fired their editor-in-chief. Listeners, there was never a time when I was getting the claim <laughs> newsletter. Please don't tweet at me. Um, so, Chester Doles. Was this... Pretty sure this is a different guy. Than the Kelly Leffler hot dog guy? Oh, man. Are they the same guy? It's so hard. There's so many of them. How many guys are doing the hate crimes? It's more than you want it to be. It Number four might surprise guy. you. Oh, boy. You remembered. I'm so sorry. I had, like, I've just been inundated with Southern Poverty Law Center hate list, like, all day. Hmm. In June, uh, Green posted a video on her Facebook campaign page, and in the video, she is holding an AR-15 while waxing poetically about how Antifa is a terrorist organization that she will not allow to burn our churches, loot our businesses, or destroy our homes. I have a message for Antifa terrorists. Stay the hell out of Northwest Georgia. Bitch, I don't want to go. No. I won't be there. Is she having a big problem with that in Northwest Georgia? Because I bet she's not. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so 
The post was pulled by Facebook, but for violating their advertising policy? As ads must not promote the sale or use of weapons, ammunitions, or explosive, which includes ads promoting the brandishing of firearms. Okay. 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 I don't know how I feel about this. Weird take. (laughs) At another rally, she, of course, ranted about Islam, guns, prayer in school, fake news, all this. She is wont to do. Um, Antifa were communists. Mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter is a radical Marxist group. Mm. And Islamic nations throw homosexuals off of buildings. Which I have to imagine she does not mind. (laughs) That's that's her one bipartisan effort. (laughs) Throw the gays off the buildings. Bitch, if you can catch me, fuck. (laughs) She does CrossFit. She can catch you. Oh, yeah, she totally can. No shade to you. Like, she she could take either one of us in a fight. I'll just throw some protein powder at her, like a smoke bomb. She's dead inside, but she can crack my skull with her thighs. Please don't, though. So, of course, in June 2020, she won the primary election and went into the runoff election and won the runoff on August 11th. Mm -hmm. On the day after the victory, Trump uh, called Green a future Republican star who is strong on everything and never gives up a real winner, which unfortunately turned out to be true. Yeah. Because the Democratic candidate withdrew from the race shortly after, leaving Green to run on a post. Why? So. um, But still in campaign mode, uh, in September 2020, she posted a picture on Facebook of herself holding a rifle next to images of Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez below the words... We need strong conservative Christians to go on the offense against these socialists who want to rip our country apart. With a caption underneath reading, The Squad's Worst Nightmare. What a cool and chill energy you are bringing (laughs) to the table. There are many things that Marjorie Taylor Greene is. But cool and or chill have never been those things. She has never been chill a moment in her fucking God, life. I, w- I wish they never found her after she went missing. <laughs> but she clearly did, because I saw that photo. So this post was also removed by Facebook, but for violating the policy against inciting violence. Thank like, you. Yeah. That's the right one. Yeah. Because that's yeah. the right one. On October 27th, a week before Election Day, Green sat down for a live interview with pro-gun activist Chris Dore on a Facebook broadcast. In the video, Green talked about fending off socialists like Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders, claiming that they would confiscate Americans' guns. If this generation doesn't stand up and defend freedom, it's gone. And once it's gone, freedom doesn't come back by itself. The only way you can get your freedoms back is if it's earned with the price of blood. Ma'am. Oh. Do you think she gets into a lot of fights at Buffalo Wild Wings? No, but she definitely makes waitresses cry. I I feel like I feel like she's a four Miller high life and then her friends have to drag her out so she doesn't like accost a guy for rooting for the wrong team in the big game. Maybe. I can definitely see her, like, getting up in people's faces. But again, she's definitely made waitresses cry. Oh, absolutely. Um, so in November, um, 
Marjorie, who makes waitresses cry, mm. won her congressional seat, becoming the second Republican woman to represent Georgia in the House. Mm. Mm. What a feminist icon. Yeah, she wasn't running against anybody, but... Hashtag herstory. Mm. Uh, that same month, Donald Trump lost the presidential election. <laughs> Green immediately jumped on the stop the steal crazy drain. Oh, I'm sure. Supporting Trump's basis claims, meaning lies, that the presidential election was stolen through massive fraud. On her fucking first day, she wore a face mask saying Trump won, which I bet she got on like Zazzle. Yeah, the bar I'm at is, well, she wore a face mask. Mm. She also did absolutely get into a fight with congressional staffers because she was trying to go in without a face mask. And they're like, you have to wear one. She's like, how dare you? Where's your manager? And yet she knew she was going to have to because she had the fucking mask made. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's all theater. It's all, uh, it's shitty, shitty theater. Her whole thing is... The love never dies to Kelly Leffler's Phantom of the Opera. Mm. Just like, same vibe, way worse. Yep. Same characters. Way worse. She used her social media to the fullest, however, claiming that President Trump will remain in office and objecting to the election certification process. Again, this is all from the same woman who said the only way to get your freedom back is with the price of blood. Mm-hmm. So then there was this whole violent insurrection that resulted in the deaths of five people. There was I am that shocked. Shocked, I tell you. Shocked. Surprise Pikachu face. <laughs> in response to the insurrection that she incited, Green called for an end to violence and for support for President Trump. I fully condemn all violence. The Antifa BLM terrorism funded on Act Blue rests with Democratic accomplices like Cori Bush, Ilan, Kamala Harris, AOC, Tim Kaine, and many more. Those who stoke insurrection and spread conspiracies have blood on their hands. They must be expelled. What the fuck Mad Lib is that? <laughs> I, sorry, like I get Ilan, I get Kamala, I get AOC. Tim Kaine? Tim Kaine? Tim Kaine is like a living, like a living sweater vest. Yeah. <laughs> like, Tim Kaine is as radical as the New York Times crossword puzzle. Like, He's your stepdad who just really wants to bond. <laughs> like, there is nothing, nothing about Tim Kaine nope. that, that strike, oh, it's just, man, you were just really reaching there. All right. Hmm. Mm. So then after Congress resumed its business, you know, following that storming of the Capitol, the thing that she had called for more than once, uh, Green did object to the election results. She also drew criticism last week after video footage showed her, along with a handful of other House Republicans, refusing to wear a mask while sheltering with other lawmakers amid the violence. Apparently, some of those lawmakers have come down with COVID-19. I'm never going to complain about my coworkers again. <laughs> it could be so much worse. It could be so much worse, Jesus. Um, at this point, she had been at her job, her new job, uh-huh, about 2 weeks, very chill. 
you know, wearing her new pantsuits and blazers, because you always buy new clothes for your mm. new job. I'm sure she's personalizing her brand new office with, like, hashtag lady boss decor. Yeah. You know? Some um, vinyl decals with, like, inspirational quotes. Absolutely. A lot of rose gold. Trying to make a good impression. Pictures of herself in her own office, but not her children or her husband. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. But here's the thing about social media, Marjorie. It's on the internet. And the internet does not forget. And it does not forgive. Mm-mm. So it's been all the things she said ever since. All the things she said. All the things she said. Running through my head. Running through my head. Running through my head. So, like when she created a White House petition to impeach Nancy Pelosi for crimes of treason, because treason is a crime punishable by death. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just copy paste that and put that in, put that in the old files. Or when she described Islamic nations under Sharia law as places where men have sex with little boys, little girls, multiple women, and marry their sisters and their cousins. That unemployment is simply the product of bad choices and being lazy. Marjorie. Mm-hmm. Or that minorities are being held back in society by gangs, drugs, a lack of education, Planned Parenthood, and abortions. Not white people. Uh... It's the what? abortions. It's not the white people. What? Just, like, there's so many abortions. Like, you you can't... You have to dodge and there's because there's abortions coming at you every... You know what I mean? It's fucking Frogger with abortions. And it hurts morale? <laughs> like, I did Um, that the Sandy Hook and Parkland mass shootings were hoaxes and false flag events. Defending Confederate statues by saying that if she were a black person, she would be proud to see a Confederate monument. Because I'd say, look how far I've come in this country. No. When she scoffed at the idea of racism saying, guess what? Slavery is over. Black people have equal rights. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Slavery's over. It's fine. That the most mistreated group of people in the United States today are white men. (laughs) Follow the money. Like, what? What? Who hurt you? Dude, she hangs out with a bunch of, like, men's rights activists and Proud Boys. She's just trying to get that D. That misogynistic D. She's just trying to be the cool girl. I'm the cool girl. I'm not usual. I'm not like the regular lady congressman. I'm a cool lady congressman. I eat burgers, but I look like I eat salads. I'm a cool girl. (laughs) Um, When she said that President uh, Barack Obama only won black voters because of the color of his skin, which is why he identifies as black, even though he is half white and American. You need to you need to sort of <laughs> to sort of pick the the weird racist lane you're going to take and stay in it, Marjorie. Because I feel like ten minutes ago you said that he was a Muslim from Kenya. Hmm. Um. That there are child sex videos on Anthony Weiner's laptop. I don't. I mean, it, maybe. I don't it's amazing know. that he's still relevant. Um, He's not. To just these people. To just, just these people. Um, which is a conspiracy theory known by supporters as Frazzle Drip. I needed you to know that. If anybody out there on the far right is listening, we don't want Anthony Weiner. You can have him. <laughs> oh, and then, of course, there's that whole thing about California wildfires being called by Jewish space lasers. I'm going to need... 
do you have more information on the Jewish space lasers? You know I mostly came here for the Jewish space lasers. I actually did not have much about the Jewish space lasers, but I can Why? look it up right now. It's most of it. Okay. I I have found I have found the that I found in the post. So, well, first of all, apparently another thing, she said that Zionist supremacists are secretly masterminding um, Muslim immigration to Europe in a scheme to outbreed white people, which is how me and my husband hooked up. So I guess that is okay. I'm, if that was the case, there would be <laughs> peace in the Middle East, you dumb fucks. So, also, Mazel tov. So essentially, she talked about how, like, the fires in California are a tragedy. And she's posting this because there are too many coincidences to ignore. Because she's looked into PG&E stocks, which tanked, even though California said they wouldn't let PG&E fail. And it's interesting that Roger Kimmel on the board of directors of PG&E is also vice chairman of Rothschild, Inc. I also find it interesting the long history of financial contributions that they've made. Hmm. Also, there's more money stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then, oddly, there are these people who said they saw what looked like lasers or blue beams of light causing the fires and pictures and videos. I don't know anything about that. But I do find it really curious. PG&E's partnership with Solarin on space solar generators started in 2009. Um, it's They announced the launch into space in March 2018 and maybe even put them up before that. Space solar generators collect the sun's energy and then beam it back to Earth and and the transmitter to convert it to electricity. The idea is clean energy to replace coal and oil. If they are beaming the sun's energy back to Earth, I'm sure they wouldn't ever miss a transmitter receiving station, right? I mean, mistakes are never made when anything new is invented. What would that look like anyway? I don't know. A laser beam or light beam coming down to Earth, I guess. Could that cause a fire? I don't know. That wouldn't look so good for PG&E Rothschild Inc. Solarin. Okay, so the so the the Jewish of the space lasers is coming in from the racist dog whistles of Rothschilds. Yes. Uh, that Jews run the world's banks. Right, which is connected to some space company which put okay. like solar generators to try to make green energy, which is already bad because everything green is bad. Um, which then fired lasers to the earth and missed the transmitter and started the California wildfires, but they're covering it up because Rothschild paid off PG&E. This is somehow, for me at least, even more unhinged than when it was just, it was Jewish space lasers. Because then at least... When I thought it was just that, like, she sort of had some courage of her convictions and she had a firm idea of what was going on rather than just, like, free association conspiracy jazz, which is what's coming out of her (laughs) mouth here. This is a woman who failed every statistics course she ever met because cannot understand correlation v. causation. I actually had also not really read it because, like, there was so much else to read that I was like, I literally had to get through all this other crap. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it is even more word salad than the salad I expected. Yeah. Sorry for, sorry for lassoing in the Jewish space lasers. No, there, it's okay. Ren. I also found a, um, <laughs> a, uh, article about, um, from the Jerusalem post, which is talking about that, but also about how Jewish Twitter started making a bunch of jokes about like Jews in space. 
um, <laughs> and putting like Fiddler in the Roof in space. Yeah, I think that they were one of the sources actually for our intactivist episode. So glad to see this is going um, full circle. Pretty hilarious that Marjorie Taylor Greene thinks any Jewish mother would ever allow her child to go to space. <laughs> But for real, anyone who thinks Jews are keeping a space laser secret, have you met a Jewish mother? No one would ever hear the end of, did you know about my daughter's space laser? We're very proud. <laughs> like, not to say these are gross <laughs> stereotypes and therefore they are ac actually true. Like, they were at least written presumably by a Jewish author and certainly for a Jewish publication. But, uh, oh, this mm. woman. Anyway, so all of that shit we just went through... All of that, that kind of shit comes to bite you right back in the ass. And it certainly has. Because on January 27th, uh, Representative Jimmy Gomez said that he had drafted a resolution to expel her from all of her House committees because Yay. of all of that shit. But also the whole, like, threatening violence against her now co-workers thing. There is... That hostile work environment there is situation. Uh, the next day, uh, Nancy Pelosi who, again, Green once said should be executed for treason, mm -hmm. spoke of an enemy within the House of Representatives and the need to increase security measures, stating this referred to uh, members who wanted to bring guns on the floor and have threatened violence on other members of Congress. As it was, Green was briefly a member of the Committee on the Budget and the Committee on Education and Labor. And then she was removed from all said committee assignments. Yeah. Because, you know, all the things she said, all the things she said, running through my head, running through my head, running through my head. I'm, I'm just so pleased with our harmonization on this. Beautiful. We're both off key, but to the right amount. Mm. Speaking of things and saying them, today, <laughs> Green tweeted this fucking question. If the January 6th organizers were Trump supporters, then why did they attack us while we were objecting to electoral college votes for Joe Biden? The attack ruined our objection that we spent weeks preparing for, which devastated our efforts on behalf of Trump and his voters. I was in the chamber when the attack occurred. I was very upset, scared, and terrified for all of us, every person from the Capitol. I even made a video telling people to stop and that they should protest peacefully. Well, Marjorie, can I call you Marjorie? Since you have framed this as a question, I will go ahead and answer with, because you and Trump and Giuliani fucking told them to. <laughs> you explicitly asked them to do that. You asked them to take back their freedom with blood. Anyway, what were you saying, Marjorie? What were you saying? Saying, the Capitol attack was planned and organized, not incited in the moment by President Trump, and no Republican member was involved. We were all victims that day. I mean, there is a lot of evidence that was planned ahead of time after weeks and months, and some would say even years, of people like you and Trump tweeting a bunch of bad shit shit about needing to take your freedom back with blood and giving them a list of the people that they would need to take that from. And nooses. Nooses superimposed. But at the end of the day, go fuck yourself, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh -huh. Fuck you. That's it. I have nothing more to say. Fuck off. I hate you.
This is the... I hate you even more than Kelly Leffler. It is the worst one of those updates at the end of a Robert Stack episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Mm. It's like we found her and she's a racist. (laughs) It's like, well, fuck. Oh, well, shit. Stay missing, Marjorie. Right? We ain't want you around here. Please get abducted. Like, we would um, love for our alien overlords to actually abduct you and take you into their, you know, I don't know, space zoo. I I want to be explicitly clear. I do not want Antifa radicals to abduct you. I want aliens from the outer (laughs) space planets to come and abduct you. And put you in a space zoo. I don't want them to be unkind to you. I want you to have humane living conditions in the space zoo. Absolutely. But I would prefer to be more than one light year away from whatever is happening over here. Absolutely. Well. So, yeah, that's Marjorie Taylor Greene. I hope you feel better. uh, I don't yet. But (laughs) give me that self-care plan and see how we go. All right, so let's talk conspiracy theories. <laughs> conspiracy theories thrive in times of crisis, which could be relevant to the here and now, which is why it's important to understand how we are we are all susceptible to conspiracy theories and to know how to protect ourselves before we actually believe that the water is turning the freaking frogs gay. Turn off the news. Not just the news, but whatever is making you anxious. Emotions don't just happen to us. We do have control over what we feel and when. One of the best ways to curb these negative feelings is to avoid or dial back on whatever's causing them. Doom scrolling on Twitter? Turn off the app. Constantly checking news updates? Turn off the notifications. Only let what you want get in your head so nothing but possum means mm. got him for you baby we got him just go over there to this fucking guy mm. at facebook i don't know what our actual <laughs> website is <laughs> um practice critical thinking people often believe in conspiracy theories because of lazy thinking even brains need a nudge sometimes so slow down and consider Is this information accurate? Is there bias here? What are the sources? If any of those sources are Facebook groups moderated by Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know what you've just read is bullshit. Racist bullshit. I want to add a caveat to this one, which is, it is important to think critically. It is not necessarily a good idea to be a contrarian for the sake of being a contrarian and look for conspiracies where there very clearly are none just because you want to have a hot take and get those retweets. Marjorie. Marjorie. Marjorie Space Lasers Green. Lastly, accept the circumstances. Part of what makes conspiracy theory so enticing is that they neatly explain the unexplainable or make us feel in control of the uncontrollable. Instead of fighting against that, fighting those negative feelings by trying to explain or control, just accept that things suck right now. 
It is what it is. So just sit back and relax and know that those Jewish space lasers are going to take care of everything. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh. So even though this is after everybody else started talking about her, I want everyone to know I talked about her first. You did. I name dropped her. Weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Back in the QAnon episode, which was last fall? Exactly. Last summer? Mm-hmm. Hardcore journalist, Ren Martinez. Yes. Bum, bum. No one can see me dabbing. No. Tragedy of your life. <laughs> Huh. Well, I am tired. So that's going to be all for us this week, folks. If you like what you're hearing, you should check us out on thisfnguidepod.com or on Twitter at thisfnguidepod. Uh, as we have mentioned before, on Facebook, we are this fucking guy, and we got all the possum memes and an occasional raccoon meme. Ooh. Patreon also exists. Yeah, it's a thing. It'll happen. Yep. One day. Yeah. As always, I am Ren Martinez. I'm Ginger Golub. Here's a bonus self-care tip. You're definitely wearing the wrong bra size. Like, no one actually knows their bra size. Like, just burn your bras. Free the titties. Live your best life. And don't be this fucking guy. Peace. Peace. This fucking guy.